BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are anchor moms. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. We hope you're having a, uh, a wonderful day wherever you are, you finding yourself listening to this. Um, I was, you know, we always try to think about what, what are some things that we could like open up this podcast with. And this week, um, I need to know if this happens to other people who have children. My house right now is a, um, like a museum to rivers artwork everywhere. Ah, uh, yes. Everywhere. Yes. And then they find it in the recycle bin, and they're like, <gasps> yeah. what? You were going to throw but this I away? Mean, this is, like, not just, oh, not like, just paper. It's not just paper. Mm-hmm. This is, like, sculptures, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like, ribbons, crafts from school, mm-hmm. crafts she made at mm-hmm. home with Nanny, mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's in mm-hmm. the most inappropriate places. Mm-hmm. Like, not just in her room, not in her basement, which is, like, our play area. Like, every, in the bathroom, mm-hmm. in the entryway, mm-hmm. on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. Has this happened to you, too? It does. I think two things I'm going to say here. One thing is sometimes I feel like I just – I mean, I literally was talking about this last night with Gregory um, because we're having some people over this weekend, and I was like, I just wish our house looked a little – nicer like, like children not, didn't not, live here not that's quite what as like yeah so one thing I will say is that sometimes you just have to like swallow it and be like children live here oh. people coming to our house know that children live here like it is what it is the second thing I will say is that for this very purpose and I know this is hard to do and this is obviously listen there's stuff all over my house it's exactly like this but I tried to not only make a desk for them for their stuff but I've now put up shelves above the desk uh-huh. so that uh-huh. they, they can place their most favorite no. whatever's on it. Um, and it's kind of in like a little bit of a hidden area from when you walk in the house. Uh-huh. Um, so I think you can try to create like a – and I try to rotate it out. Like, okay. But then what do you do this, with like when you're like, okay, done with this? Garbage? Garbage. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Garbage. It's funny you use the word museum, though, because the other day, as I'm cleaning said area, I go over and find this, like, windowsill of all of these things of Ella Ray's, and there's literally a note she's written. Yeah. Ella Ray's Museum. You can touch, but please do not take. Yeah. No, I mean, and like, so. Like, that's what she, like, wanted we, to let her siblings know. Like, please do not move yeah. any of these tiny weird things that I have created yeah. because this is my museum of things. So this is where we are right now. River has a scooter. Mm-hmm. Why it's inside, upstairs, I don't know. That has rocks on it, mm-hmm. two pretend stuffy owls sitting mm-hmm. on the rocks, like mm-hmm. it's her egg. Uh-huh. Um, like well, a, they gotta let those puppies hatch. A dishcloth over the mm-hmm. owls, mm-hmm. and then another larger dishcloth over like the whole scooter. Mm-hmm. This has been set up in my kitchen for mm-hmm. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. this okay? 
I feel like no. Like the answer is is like, and if you it like if you like knock the dish towel, where we're like, my owls, they're like, dying. You're yeah. like. What? Um, same. Like, they will make these huge creations of, like, this is our dream house. And it's, like, this huge, like, an old styrofoam box or an Amazon box that they've created into this massive like, thing. Bro, and it's this up. ain't a dream house. We yeah. got to get rid of it. Yeah. Here's my only advice, and it doesn't work well for me, but maybe it'll work for you. I usually let it go for a bit. Sounds like two weeks has been probably. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. And then I would gently say, look. The owls are gonna have to move in whatever the day. And is. where? Where by, do you put by them? Saturday? And the, the owls are gone. The owls need to move to the trash, well, or to like, like you're saying, like the basement or like a less visible spot. The kitchen is, you know, that's highly trafficked. So yeah, I would just, I, I, I find that when I let them leave it set up for like a couple of days, maybe a week, and then I'll remind them, hey, this is only set up for a week. Would you like to go play with it while it's in the place that you like it? And then after a bit, I'm like, okay, yep, time to go. Um, yesterday, and then we'll leave this topic, um, she took all of her hair ribbons, mm-hmm. tied them around the necks of mm-hmm. like seven of her stuffies, and those were the stuffies like leashes, and mm-hmm. they're all mm-hmm. set up with the ribbons trailing behind them mm-hmm. in my living room, like over the coffee mm-hmm. table. Mm-hmm. I like, mean, if it makes you feel better, I think this is totally normal. I, no, I mean, I understand that, but I'm just like, I'm wondering, and I Is it to, normal to let it go? I just like talk to like my husband and my nanny, and they're like, they actually say, this isn't a museum. People live here. Like, mm-hmm. there's like mm-hmm. a, you know, there's like a four-year-old, almost five-year-old who like lives here, and I'm like, I know, but like- but then I look at Brian's office and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I see. Like, mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. how we got here, you mm-hmm. know? I mean. I just, like, I can't live like this. She's playing the right way. It's okay. okay. Everything's fine. You, I think I, I do. But I the scooter in the kitchen? Come on. Come I mean, on. We have, like, a, we have a lot of that going on in our Come house on. in main areas. Yeah. I, I think you just have to put a time limit on it. So, River, this was fun, <sighs> but the owls need to move now. I thought you were going to tell me something better like, I'm sorry I'm sorry but I, I shut think, down the museum I mean I think you can I think you need to warn her that it's shutting down and give her like an appropriate time period like the museum's leaving on this day and we've got a couple more days to play with the museum until that happens. sticks there's like a pile of sticks mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. like in a corner oh, I like I found like pine cones and oh, yeah. like pine uh-huh. needles uh-huh. and like Bennett's like pajama old drawer. daffodils are like why are there living just, things like, in our I house know. I know Okay. It's very bizarre. I feel you though. I am about to do like a massive house clean, and I'm well, like, well, yeah, because you have a thing, a little thing coming up yeah, this weekend. Gonna, we have to like so like have people at our house. You got to get gotta, those like, dead daffodils out of there. Yeah, let's clean out all the pine cones, <laughs> folks. I literally like starting on Monday was like, guys, just so you know, like the cleaning is gonna begin. Like we're down to like days here. They were like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think if you give them one little corner that's theirs. That does seem oh to help. Oh my gosh, River has her own room that is hers. She has well, like the whole basement yeah. that's hers. Now you sound like, again, like, Brian, I love you. I know you listen to this podcast and take notes and you get annoyed. But I'm just telling you, Brian has a whole room de- dedicated to himself. And it st- things True. still end up like yeah, they come elsewhere. Out. Yes. Where's my museum, Karen? Well, you, oh yeah, you don't have an office. I don't well, have You need museum. to get an office in your house and then you'll no, be No, okay. there's no room. We got owls and sticks and daffodils. Well, I would tell you to move, but I don't want you to move any farther away from me. So God, don't do that. Okay. All right. Uh, this first article, good moms have bad days. Whew, is this one ever a, a true story? Yeah. Um, so this mom describes losing it at dinner one night, just like totally, you know, as we all do. And then she, of course, is like, you know, it wasn't really about, you know, 
the most recent thing, but all the other things before it. So she says, I'm pulling up the exact quote here, uh, but if you truly knew what was going on, you'd know this wasn't the first thing that had happened in the day. That was just the final straw that broke the camel's back, my back. A sick, cranky kid home from school all week. Hear that. An argument with the husband left unresolved. Sibling fighting with each other at the moment they get off the school bus. A pile of dirty dishes threatening to teeter over. And a looming project for work still needing attention. Uh, yeah. So it's all the things. And then after she says, you know, after you're nice ten times, like sometimes on the 11th time, like you lose it. You're done. Yeah. yeah. And I always want to, when I get to that point, I always want to be like, what happened to the first 10 times? Yeah. Like, I'm really trying here, guys. Like, I'm trying to keep my cool. I'm trying not to yell. Um, basically, the point of the article is uh, you're not a bad mom because if you thought about these things and didn't care, then maybe you'd be a bad mom. But if you're a mom like this one and you have a bad day like that and you think about it and you feel guilty about it and you worry about it, that in itself means you're a good caring mom. means you're a good mom and that you can let that go. Um, now, I will say that I don't think I've told you this or pronounced it on the podcast. Oh, but, with um, confidence. Yeah, with a lot of confidence. <laughs> um, so I've attempt, I'm attempting to give up yelling for Lent, like at oh. my children. And I shouldn't say giving up yelling because that sounds like I yell all the time. I guess what I'm really trying to do is be more um, – I'm trying to think outside the box when it comes to parenting more. Mm -hmm. Then I, I'm just trying to force myself to come up with other options uh -huh. when it comes to disciplining my children mm -hmm. and other ways that maybe could work better than what we're doing now that doesn't seem to be working. Yeah. Um, so I, I am, I, but I will say that I, I, I've been so much calmer. I'm not losing it. I'm uh, not unraveling. If you're making a conscious effort. Yes. Yeah. And I don't really see a difference in my children oh, unfortunately <laughs> that's not what I thought you were gonna say and it's gonna be going on a week and a half I don't know maybe it'll get better um yeah it's just it's tough because they really sometimes they really just don't listen until you show them that like hey this is a big deal I'm losing my mind over here yeah. like I don't know what else to do and sometimes I'll say that like look guys I don't know what else to try here yeah what do they say I think that sometimes works. I mean, I think, you know, they're kids. They're just like, whatever. We still don't want to put our shoes on. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. I lose my mind at least once a week at bedtime. That's where I like, again, yeah. I get up at two in the morning. By the time like River's going to bed, I'm like, Dunzo. I just don't have anything left in me. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. I think you need to go further than like, oh, oh gosh, I f as long as I feel guilty about that, then like I'm doing okay. Like, no, like you have to make... A conscious effort you to just be have like to give it up for Lent. That's really yeah, great. maybe, maybe, <laughs> no, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you know, you have to make a conscious effort not to like. I think you go have to there. make a conscious effort to not go there and to try and like. Yeah. Like, what are you going to replace it with, basically? You know. Yeah. Like, what is your? You plan need to have here? a strategy. Yeah. What you're saying. Yes. I think. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough, especially at the end of a long day. Yes. I did this. Just happened to me last night. Literally. No. I didn't yell. I'm not a like this is the truth. I'm not a big yeah, you're yeller. You're really good at not yelling. Well, I just am not a, I just don't I just don't like it. I think I was like sort of people yelled. I don't like to be yelled at. Mm -hmm. I try not to yell at my kid. But I mean, I do get like frustrated and annoyed, mm -hmm. you know, and that bleeds through, right. you know. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free 
or go to amazon.com slash ad free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Mama, mama. Mom's the word. Do you have a mama, 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 Yeah, okay. Mom's. So um, remember how I told you about my eczema journey? Yeah, like yeah, last yeah, yeah. month. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Long story short, I ended up, uh, my dermatologist referred me to an allergist. I didn't even tell you this. So last week I went and I had all this allergy testing done, starting with those the allergy tests you think about, which is mm-hmm. those um, I've skin never done pricks. It. Okay. okay. This yeah. is my third time doing it. Ugh. I had allergies really bad as a kid. I mean, even now I have really bad allergies. Um, and then the, the final thing, which I hadn't done, is they put, they call it a patch test. If you've done this, they put all these like plastic sheets on your back. You have to wear it for three days. You can't shower. You can't sweat. And it has all these, like, these are – so, like, when you do the the prick test, that is environmental allergies like cat dander, uh, pollen. These are chemicals or things that you would find in, like, cosmetics or food or other things um, that is on these sheets, and you wear them for three days, and then you have to see whether or not you have a reaction. If you've done it, you know that it is pure hell. I will never do it again. Um, and so I got the – I did it last week, got the patch patches off on Friday, and lo and behold – so the idea is is that they're trying to see, like, is this eczema the result of something, some sort of chemical that you are using that you're unaware of that you're allergic to? So I'm allergic to nickel and lanolin. Oh. So I was like, oh, this is like, okay, great. Like, this is going to be super helpful. I'm going to – now I know. I must be using um, something with these products in it. No. Nothing? Nothing. But let me tell you, it gave me this th- – this whole story is because I started researching all of the products that I use looking for lanolin, which, by the way, mm-hmm. is a wool product. Um, and I – I realized that you just have no idea what, what's in your what's yeah, all yeah, your yeah. stuff. What's all your stuff? And so I had a hard time figuring out, like looking at ingredient lists. And again, you know that I'm high maintenance, so good God, I probably use sixty different products a day. I had a hard time looking at ingredient lists. So I finally found the dermatologist gives you this code for things that you are allergic to, mm-hmm. and you can put it into certain apps and certain things. Oh. So I found this website. If you're interested in this stuff, it's called Skin Safe products.com you can log in you can put your if you have this code you can put it in um, that your dermatologist gave you or you can just put in things like I know lanolin has like a chemical name so I could put that in or or like the nickel Mm -hmm. in and it will come and you can search every product you have and it will tell you um, this is safe for people who have a gluten allergy have a lanolin allergy have a I don't know, Whatever. any multi, there's a multitude mm-hmm. of different things. But I started to realize most of the stuff I use is vegan. So it does not have lanolin in it because, again, lanolin is a wool product. Um, so this really did not help me in my journey for, like, why I'm having such a bad skin reaction. But it does have me. I even searched some of River's products and mm-hmm. decided to change them oh, because I just. Has. Yeah. Or just it gives you everything a rating, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Like, it gives you, like, if it's a 100, it means totally safe not totally safe but hey this yeah. is free of like dyes and yeah, yeah. scents and All you know xyz mm-hmm. yeah uh or hey this gets like an 80 rating because it has parabens in it, it has this in it 
the name of the website, skinsafeproducts.com. I saved it on my phone, and now I've, I mean, if I it's told awesome. you all like of the this, things. like, underground world of, like, it, it total, Especially product. if you haven't, if you're somebody who has these sort of allergies, you know about this. But I was, like, looking for a place where I was, like, I just need to be able to put these products right, in. Right, right, And, and know, know. Yeah. like, my hairspray, my foundation, my primer, my, mm-hmm. you know, all the crap that I use every day. And it has me, like, rethinking my shampoo, um, rethinking my laundry detergent. Again, none of that stuff has lanolin in it, but when I look at the product, like right, right, what's right. in it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing this. So That's awesome. Skinsaveproducts.com. I mean, no, sorry. I mean, your, yes. your, your journey is yeah. not awesome. Yeah. But the website's not Yeah, awesome. well, it's just funny how it takes that kind of thing right, to, to trigger, start yeah. looking at like, it. Like, who knew there was this, like, amazing website out there that you could do well, this? Well, and I don't even know. There might be other websites out there that will do the same thing. This is just the one that I stumbled on that um, – I don't know, has been helpful to me in the past couple of days. By the way, speaking of hairspray, I borrowed your hairspray this morning. I'm sorry. It's lanolin-free. I owe you three. (laughs) It's lanolin-free. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I owe you three squirts of hairspray. Okay. All right, good. Um, Okay. Uh, Oh, this next one's you. It is? Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't need I just was, gear. I was just, like, so obsessed with my skin journey. I know. I, like, well, I love Forgot that, that we were podcasting. I, mean, I think even if you're not, like, allergic to things, like, that's just good to yeah, know. Yeah, no, that's my yeah, point. It's, yeah. like, forget about worrying about certain... Specific products. Yeah, just, yeah. like, hey, like, things that I thought that were, like, dermatologists recommended mm-hmm. did not get any better ratings than some of the stuff that you mm-hmm. buy at the grocery store. That's yeah. what was interesting to me. Yeah. Okay. So um, the second article comes from The Guardian, and um, it says, alongside the false promises and guilt trip sale sales offers are clever inventions and ingenious tech that can make life a lot easier. Uh, I think the point of this article is, is if you've had a baby anytime in, like I say, the last 10 years – you know that you, and if you're on social media, you get you get pressured into buying all these like gimmicks and gadgets mm-hmm. and putting it on your baby registry and spending thousands of dollars. Most of the time you don't have to, but there are some times when inventions and gadgets are incredibly helpful. helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, baby products are like a big business, but sometimes they're huge. So she goes on to talk about um, – the Guardian uh, is in the UK, so she talks about a pram that everybody is loving in North Stroller. London. Yeah, yes. Um, and how some people, like the crunchy granola people, will tell you that all you need to have a baby is a sling, a pair of breasts, and a drawer. But it's not It's not true that products aren't Are incredibly all unnecessary. helpful. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so she mentions just a couple, a couple of them, like, breast pumps I mean could you imagine no. what we would have done and even now I mean I had river five years ago I mean my sister has one of those like EV pumps mm. which are you know they're kind of you can you can do it while you're driving you can mm-hmm. do it while you're walking around I mean that wasn't around when I was having river or if it was it was very new and I didn't know about it I, I mean think it's it just, was just in even like the last five years it's amazing the products that mm. have come about one of the big things um that I feel like a lot of people didn't have this wasn't on my registry is like have you seen this it's a it's like a felt cushioned pad that you can put in your sink when you're first giving ba- yes. baby baths like the mm-hmm. first couple of weeks didn't put it was like something I didn't know that I needed mm-hmm. and now it's like the first thing I buy new parents because it's mm. it's so Practical. you know when you're trying to like bath a baby in the sink and you like don't mm. want to smash their head on the granite mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. like it just was so helpful and that was an invention right that right. was like amazing so um I'm trying to think I also have 
uh, an Appa Baby stroller, which are incredibly expensive. It was a recommendation from a friend. And honestly, we still use it. We mm-hmm. used it at like Disneyland mm-hmm. um, because it's so it gl- it's, has so much storage. Yeah. It glides. It converts to all these different things. Yeah. I think the bottom line is, you know, yes, there are some things you need to splurge on that will absolutely make your yes. life easier, which is key when you have a new little baby. But you don't need all the things. And like think very purposefully about what you're going to spend your money on. It's funny, this article mentions the average amount people spend on baby equipment, and I had to, like, convert it from pounds to U.S. dollars. But what do you think the average is that they spend? On baby products? On baby equipment when they have a... a Five grand. Seven grand. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have a... a lot of money. I have a high chair that's, funny enough, mentioned in this article. Oh, really? As, like, being, like, amazing. I have that high chair, guys, and I honestly... I just, I'm like, why did I, I put this on my registry. Good Lord, somebody spent 350 bucks on this. And like, I River was not a huge high chair kid. She was probably in it for like six months. Now it's sitting in my storage unit. I should have mm-hmm. just got like a great go. Yeah, yeah. So it's just funny how certain, it doesn't, it, like what is good for one person is not necessarily good for Well, I think other the other thing people. is like, you can definitely like, you know, there's a couple of things you maybe should splurge on, things you know you're going to use yeah. for a life. But yeah, like I'm, well now I just, you know, you know what okay this is only gonna last like they're only gonna use a bouncy yes. seat for like six months right so like we don't need to buy it right yeah. you know you kind of just know the things that um are worthwhile to spend right. them spend that splurge on and not or not um but i do think that there's but something sometimes to be- you don't even know by the way until like True. you're using it that's the mm-hmm. other complicated part about it but go ahead mm-hmm. yeah um but when i when i was reading this and thinking about the breast pump and like the incubator, all of these things were kind of things that were, you know, it, designed to make life easier or better. Incubators for like premature babies, mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That and it's it is funny. Sometimes baby gear or expensive baby gear or inventions get a bad rap, but I mean, you know, one that I and just because I'm in it right now is like the most genius thing that they were just coming out with with LRA but they weren't nearly as good as they are now like the silicone silicon um bibs oh yeah that you can just wipe off yeah like what like I still have like the pile of like cloth ones that like were handed down to us and I'm like why these are like you got to put it in the laundry and like do the whole thing and these you can just that like those little things like that sometimes I'm like oh my gosh this makes so much sense well, it my, saves me so much time. Yes. From an environmental standpoint, this you won't love me saying this, but my mother-in-law will remind me when she went camping with like like my husband and like her, you know, his her older kids, sister, yeah. yeah. That they would have they didn't have like pampers. They didn't have disposable mm-hmm. diapers. So she would have to like wash Ugh. out these cloth diapers whilst whilst camping and like in a bucket and like hang them on the line cuz there was no no other option. Disposable diaper she was like she remembers going to the pediatrician and him being like you should try out these like pampers you know this new thing yeah yeah crazy hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
Um, okay, the last one today is, can social media influencers impact pregnancy and parenting? So this was nice because it kind of got into the data and the analysis side of something that we always talk about and know exists, but exactly how much does social media really have an effect on you if you're a new mom or you're pregnant? Um, one of the things I thought was interesting was social media, well, it, does, it makes sense, but just to like put it in perspective, social media usage went up 30% during the pandemic. So obviously during COVID when everyone was forced to stay home and, and you know, was doing a lot more on their phones, this, obviously social media was around before that, but the, it kind of uh, upped the ante, if yeah. you will. Like a lot more people now are on it. Um, so it kind of does an analysis on sharing information, support, kind of what exactly are people, are new moms wanting from social media and what are they getting? Uh, is it positive or negative? Um, so one of the things was like 32% of the comments are giving info and 7% are seeking info. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a good kind of breakdown because because you know you look at social media somebody makes a post there's all these comments but like exactly what are people are people wanting another mom to say oh been there done that yeah. I'm, I'm here with yeah. you are they wanting information yeah. are they wanting like this is my kid's rash what is it you know like what are they looking for um it also said which i think is totally true but good to point out that comments made by followers rarely are supported by scientific evidence. I know. I thought was so – I mean, which is not really shocking to me to be – this is why I think social media can be a real poison, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I just think sometimes it's it's good for us to hear that and to point out that, like, look, a lot of this stuff that you see, you know, it's not always true. Right. It's not always been researched. It's just Joe Schmo yeah. saying whatever. Um but it did also say that a lot of the, you know, of course, a lot of the new moms are looking for support, making mm -hmm. connections, and that is a positive from social media. Um, one of the things that was labeled as a big negative was, of course, the identity, the image, you know, new moms getting on social media and seeing these, um, you know, perfect looking bodies right after having a baby or whatever it is, this right. uh, unattainable level of masterful momming and wifing and all of the things. Um, looking perfect so yeah I, I think it, there's some good takeaways from it yeah. of what we I think too just kind of reminding ourselves what we really should be getting from social media and and you know reminding ourselves that we don't need to necessarily use this as a tool for uh, information that's reliable or you know these these uh, high expectations for things but just I think just no, reminding you that you need to use it for the support. Aspect. Yeah, and I, you know, it's um, I, there's a couple of mom Asheville Facebook groups, mm -hmm. um, and man, I sometimes I'm like, whoa, yeah. you're like yeah. sharing a lot here. Mm -hmm. But sometimes mm -hmm. I think it's because you're looking for, you want to be heard, you want to know you're not alone, you want to know other moms are going through the same thing, and like. 15 years ago, you couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was no social media. I mean, it existed, but not in, in the, the way it way. exists and right now. You know, and, like, that's – it's helpful to people. Yeah. It wouldn't be the path that I would choose. Right, But right. I recognize that a lot of moms on there, they're not looking for, like, you know, um, like – health information they're just looking right. for like solidarity like mm -hmm. this is what I did in this like circumstance in which your teenager is doing xyz mm -hmm. kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah well and also like when you think about it if you are dealing with something with your kid and you reach out to your friend group of say you know 10 to 20 moms who you're close with maybe none of them have experienced yeah. xyz with their kid and then you reach out to you know essentially 
you know, 2,000 moms right. in the Asheville area or wherever, then, yeah, there's probably going to be somebody on there who's done it, been there, yeah. done that. And so if you're looking for somebody to connect with who's gone through it, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, right? You're just, like, broadening your circle, essentially. Right. Um, so I think uh, my big um, kind of message from this was that if you think about that connection, that's that's good to get through this avenue. But, you know, reliable information, you know, health things, like you mentioned, like, let's not go too far. And, right get all of that from Facebook or whatnot. Mm, right. Win of the week. So I have a win. Okay. But I don't think you've even noticed yet. I'll let you. Oh my God, you're Invisalign. Look well, at I'll you. let you smile and, and yes. admire my gorgeous, perfect teeth. Gorgeous. Oh, okay. yes. I'm, I'm taking um, it all in. So I'm I blinded. Had... I'm blinded. <laughs> well, they're not that white necessarily, but they are straighter. <laughs> um, I finally graduated from Invisalign. Congratulations. I, it's funny. I felt like I was like 17, like getting yeah. my braces off, yeah. you know. Um, but they take off the attachments and they like sh- take your pictures. And it felt so um, good. Nice. I remember when you. Honestly, that's how long we've been podcasting. I, I know. Remember when we started? Like, oh my gosh, you guys! I think I need Invisalign. Yeah. Um, I will say I do think it works, and I was very pretty religious about wearing my trays. Um, it is nice not to have to put them back in all the time. Yeah. It's funny because I'll like even now I finished a meal and I'm like, oh, I got to put my Invisalign back and in. You're like, and no, I'm I like, don't. Oh, wait, no, I don't. No, I don't. Do you have to wear like a retainer at night or anything? Do you have to wear a retainer at night, like until you die, right? Okay. Or else Good. your teeth move. Um, here's the kicker, FYI, to anyone who's considering this or going through this. Um, they try to – sorry, I'm visiting people. They try to get you to um, do a permanent retainer, which is like a yeah. bar, like the silver bar behind your teeth, uh, which, of course, costs more money. Um, but I had a – I actually had a long conversation with my dentist about it, not orthodontist, but dentist. Um, and you still have to wear the retainer even if you get the permanent Oh, no. Thing. No Yeah. Thanks. So I'm like, well, uh, Yeah. Um, it's really I, essentially like if your teeth move during the day, but like if you're wearing your retainer every night, yeah, right. How much moving is going on there? Right. This guy's like trying to get out of my mouth. Like, come on, right? Just sitting still. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I think it was a success. I think um, it's very expensive. So now I know what to expect when it comes to my children's orthodontics bills. I'm dreading um, that. With the dentist's bills. I'm hoping yeah. a couple years away from that, but maybe not. I'm hoping they come up with like another. Um, cheaper option. <laughs> you know how we were talking about like inventions? Like, uh, hi, yeah, could we come up with the... like a cheaper braces invention? Or like, can we get like a twofer? Like if River and Bennett need braces at the same time, can right. we just like get half off or something? Or you have four children. You need to be like, I'm going to put all four kids in braces Yeah, I'm going to bring them like... all to the same place. So yeah. let's just go ahead now yeah. and knock down the cost a bit. Yeah. Should really just be negotiable. Um, anyway, uh, that's it. Smile a lot. Well, congratulations, folks. my forty-year-old braceless friend. <laughs> <laughs> How sad! How sad! But also, glorious. I'm not gonna lie, a little bit glorious for me. Yeah, good. All right, have a good week, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.